I was watching a t- uh, TikTok the other day talking about like, uh, just like fun facts and stuff, mm-hmm. just like interesting things. And so I come to learn that the KFC uh, Twitter page is followed, follows only f- the official KFC Twitter page only follows eleven people. It follows the five Spice Girls from the original <laughs> band, the original UK band. Oh my! And six people named Herb. <laughs> oh, so Spice is an herb. Oh my god! They follow the 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 eleven Spice herbs and spices. Oh, that's hilarious! Oh my god! Yeah, so yeah I, and if you don't believe me, go to go to the Twitter and there is. Oh it's, man! It's all the Spice Girls. It's uh. I'm looking this. I'm looking this up now. Stuff. Hang on. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. KFC, Melby, Scary Spice, Jerry, Jerry Horner, Emma Burton, Mel C, Victoria Beckham, and then Herb Schreiner, Herb J. Wilson, Wesson Jr., Herb Waters, Herb Dean, and Herb Schneck, Schneck, and then Herb Albert. <laughs> My gosh. Gosh. What a Next commitment. thing you know, they're following the rooster from Looney Tunes. <laughs> oh that's like gosh. a threat. I feel like that's a threat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I said, I said, that's some pretty good chicken wing right there. <laughs> I say, I say, <laughs> I say, I say, that's some finger looking good. Gosh, that's hilarious. I love that one of them's Herb Dean, the UFC uh, ref. Yeah, they, uh, it's he's really like, funny. It's... He's hilarious. You know how like video games sometimes can really like get a guy's um, look right because they have a signature like appearance. Just how they look is very distinct. UFC, mm-hmm. The UFC video game nails Herb Dean. Like he looks exactly like he does in real life. It's incredible. That's funny. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Nothing But Nonsense podcast. Uh, we're ready to kick off the next episode with you guys. Uh, go ahead and say hello, boys. Hello. Next episode. Yeah, next episode, you know, because they're probably following up the previous episode to this one. It's like it's like when you have a show where it's like, they used to do this a lot back in like the the early 2010s and mid 2000s they'd be like stay tuned for scenes from our next episode oh yeah, yeah it's like survivor like our next one. don't yeah. get up off your couch we'll be right back with some radical nonsense exactly and then you come back from commercial and it's just the credits exactly grab your popcorn take a seat because we're about to get things rolling right back where we yeah uh the DVR was one of the greatest inventions of mankind. Oh, absolutely. Being oh, able yeah. to fast forward through ads was like... Stupid commercials. Mm-hmm. You know what's even better Chef is like kiss. the the DVRs that like skip over commercials. Those are great. Oh, like, like automatically? Stream. Yeah, I, th- I don't know what it's specifically called, but I it'll like see when the commercial is, and then it'll just skip over it right as it starts. And then... You'll just see the transitions like, we'll be right back. And then it's like, we're back. (laughs) 
I don't streaming services have basically solved all my ad problems. I don't think my dad has watched a single commercial since we first got a DVR. You don't what commercials? Who? You. I said I don't think my I don't think my dad's watched a single commercial since we got a DVR. Oh. Yeah, you you cut out for us right when you were saying that. So yeah, um, genius move, Pat. <laughs> Actually, he was just telling me about that and how he watches the Lions game. Uh, the Lions games, you know, like, he's got it, like, perfectly mapped out so he doesn't have to watch any commercials. And it's great. Like, it'll end yeah. at the same time so he doesn't have the end of the game spoiled for him. Right there, so. I'll say that I will... There are a few things, there are a few things I'm willing to for. But there's certain name brand foods that I will pay... Ex I will pay extra for non-ad for ad-free versions of streaming services like i will pay the extra money the ads i even though you already pay for the that's streaming how they service. get you that's how they do get you like that but like if there's a if there's a tier for ad-free or ads i'll choose the ad-free one you're, ba just you're to, basically just paying the difference that they're losing by not having ads and i'm happy to pay it because it, i i get <laughs> that this company is kind of screwing me over in a way but yeah. I don't have time for ads. Life's short enough. Yeah, so I, so I know you guys don't really like watching ads, but do you like watching people? Look at that yes. segue. Watching people? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, watching people. Uh, I'm a pretty adamant people watcher. Uh, I was at the airport this past weekend, and uh, you would not believe some of the things you can watch at an airport. Um, I mean, I've kind of developed a new technique for people watching this past time uh just because i was in florida i had my sunglasses uh and i had my headphones and i had a hoodie on so i, I just put my sunglasses on put so my you're wearing on. sunglasses indoors yeah i was <laughs> wearing sunglasses indoors but it's florida so no one really cared yeah kind of you know felt natural um and there were other people around doing the same thing and um so it just you know it helps you to watch people too when they can't really see where your eyes are looking so you can use your peripherals a little bit better without like you know someone being like hey are you watching me are you are you watching what i'm doing because <laughs> um, that's every people watcher's worst fear is that someone will be like what are you doing someone will notice <laughs> so, that you're doing it <laughs> Yeah, but everyone everyone does it. If if you say you don't people watch, then you're just a liar. Mm -hmm. So there, um, there was a comedian. His name was Dimitri Martin, and he had a bit where it was uh, it's like I love people watching, specifically this one woman. I'm doing it one at a time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, yeah. But anyways, at this airport, uh. I I generally like to walk around when I'm at an airport, uh, which I was kind of just also tired of listening to my music. So I just paused the music, walked around, and when you walk around, you can you get little glimpses of people watching, uh, you know, in, in little spurts. Uh, and as I'm discovering the terminal that I'm at, uh, I go to this one section downstairs, and it's only one small gate uh with a tiny plane that probably sat less than 50 probably around probably 25 to 50 people and hmm. uh it was flying to the bahamas there's probably another flight 
Cohen out of there to like the Florida, Florida Keys. But I, I went downstairs, saw that, and there were there was this group of like five people playing football inside, and like full blown football. Oh yeah, like two hand touch, wrap around, you know, like it, the whole shebang. And Those guys it was, are winners. You wouldn't think there's was, enough room for that. Yeah, there there pretty much wasn't because there was still a ceiling that was probably it probably sat around ten to twelve feet high. Oh gosh. But so that so they had to throw the football fairly low and uh you know, as, as they're doing all of that, you know, like, they're just in this like small open area down there by the terminal and everyone's sitting down around them. There's people eating Chick-fil-A, there's you know, people just sitting on their phones completely ignoring them, and I'm just like does anyone see what is going on here? There are play- people playing football in the airport. It's like, like those. Yeah. It's like when you'd it's be at the- a. Uh, it's like when you'd be at a high school game, and then like behind the bleachers, there's like the middle schoolers playing their own pickup game, and it's oh, like yeah. better action exactly. than what's actually happening on the field. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, how is no one, you know, acknowledging this? This is going on. I mean, they had like three fans, which I'm assuming were like their grandparents and one of the parents. And <laughs> there, there are like three adults playing and then there's two of the younger kids. And I'm just like, well, clearly they're doing it because the, the kids want to play. But I'm just like, how is no one just watching this? Honestly, <laughs> like, though, especially seems so engulfed in their own little thing. And I'm just like, huh, this is so interesting and so out of place because it's an airport and you know like yeah, generally especially if... people are rowdy and rambunctious at an airport because everyone's pretty stressed out at an airport yeah so. typically everyone's are, those everyone gets like genius. bored too those parents are genius they found a complete a great way to keep their kids uh engaged and probably active so they would fall asleep on the plane there or you go. not be as rowdy on the plane tire them out there you go those guys are winning if there's anything i've learned from if there's one thing I learned from my brother is what he's told me over the years of knowing my brother. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> 23 years to be exact. Um, <laughs> the uh, He always told me, if you want to go in some place and you're going to break a rule or bend the rules in an obvious way, just walk in like you own the place and nobody's going to bother you. So oh, if yeah, you if play football confident. and you don't pl- and you're not like messing with anybody, you're just playing football. Just play football like you own that airport, dude, and you're winning. My dad yeah. is notorious for this. This is like how he lives his life. We were at—he's not. I could I could go on for hours about the amount number of stories I have relating to this. We were at a, my, we went to a Michigan basketball game, and I was a student at the time, so I was in the student section. My dad got his own seat over behind one of the baskets, like a ways away from me. So. It, both teams were just warming up or whatever. They were just on the court before the game doing shooting around, whatever. So I, I keep looking up at my dad and we're kind of like communicating through like hand gestures about stuff that's happening during warmups or whatever. And then I look up at one point and he's gone. And I'm like, huh, must have gone to the bathroom or something. And then I decided so to sit there. I'm watching shoot around a little bit more. And I look to the left. My dad's standing on like the sideline of the court. Just there standing there. No sideline, no pass, no badge around his neck, nothing. Just standing there. He's he's standing like 10 feet from one of our players, Isaiah Livers. And he's like taking pictures of him and stuff like that because he's right next to him. And then, all of a su- <laughs> and then all of a sudden he comes and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, what the crap's he doing over there? And then I just look back. You know, I laugh or whatever. I just look back at the court. And then all of a sudden he's next to me in the student section. He's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing here? You can't get in here unless you're a student. He's like, eh, I just walked over. No one stopped me. Oh yeah, the trick is just to be absolutely confident in what you're doing, because 
that's the thing. No one wants to start up conflict if they don't know they're 100% right. And if yeah. someone looks like they belong, you don't think about it a second time. But if someone, like, looks suspicious, they're looking over their shoulder, looking around, then generally, you know, that raises a red flag. And, like, you know, people who are supposed to be manning events like that or, uh, you know, if you're kind of bending the rules, like uh, this past week we bent the rules a little bit at a water park, you weren't... <laughs> Uh, it was it wasn't really a water park, so to say, uh, but there was just like one little water slide, but there was no one manning it, and uh, the main rule was you could only have, you know, one person go down at a time. You had to go feet first. Mm -hmm. We bent that rule so much by having five people go down at the same time. Holy crap! Um, <laughs> I don't think you bent that rule so much as you just shattered. I was gonna it. say that's oh, not yeah. bending it; that's shattering it. Absolutely, Bending it would be like going down backwards. Brett, oh. you shattered that rule. Oh. <laughs> you, 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 you kicked that rules the the shattered oh. remains of that rule into the it ocean. Started, it started with going down backwards, and then it started. It kept going, and it just yeah, escalated. But we were so confident in it that you know, like no one said anything about it. Even like the parents that were, you know, watching their little kids go down, and I was Gosh. shocked. You know, I thought, I thought that that would be what broke it uh, and what stopped, you know, that. I mean, no one was getting hurt. It was just yeah. pointless fun. And, exactly. But, Nobody's but we getting hurt. Yeah, we were confident in it. And yeah. as a result, no one really said anything. But if there were a security guard that, like, knew the specific rules, and they, they'd have called it out. But, you know, yeah. the, the trick is just to be super confident. I, I've seen a video where people will just put on a construction vest and carry a ladder and they can get in like anywhere because no one questions it because exactly. a, your minimum wage teenager working the front, you know, section at a movie theater or at the zoo, they're not going to want to be like, uh, you're not allowed in here. What are Excuse you doing? Me, what are, what specifically are you here to fix? <laughs> yeah. Like they're, they're just like, I don't get paid enough for that, so just walk right on in, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the mentality of it's above my pay grade. Man, <laughs> what, you're, what, what you're forgetting is Patrick Heike is the certified gangster. I wish so, I had I wish I wish had an ounce of my dad's confidence. That's what you're forgetting. Pat is a gangster. He's, he's an OG. He's an original gangster. He don't give no cares. He don't give nothing. He walks... He wants whatever he wants. He really yeah. does. Like, we're, like there's, like you just. Oh, we went to so little f fun fact about me. I went to Michigan, but I toured Ohio State and was very close to going there uh, to pursue my college career. And um, yeah, I know, right? We were on. So we were on campus. Everyone has their moment of weakness. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I got this is Matthew's low point. <laughs> yeah, right. I was. I was told. I was told I wouldn't get into Michigan. And I'm like, uh oh, I got to come find a backup plan. Um, so we were just do it out of spite. Exactly. <laughs> like, that'll show them. No, that'd be if I went to Michigan State. Anyway, so if so, <laughs> we went. So we went down there for the tour, and afterwards we were down at we were down near the football stadium there. The horseshoe, or as I like to call it, the toilet seat, and it. Um, so the way it is that there's kind of like a gate, kind of going around the perimeter of it, and just a thing my dad and I always do. We always go see a stadium of any form if there's one near where we are. We just make a point to always see stadiums because they're just cool to see, even if you don't go inside them. Well, the gate was like cracked open a little bit. <laughs> So, and then just a little bit beyond the gate was like the entrance tunnel that the players come down to go like onto the field. 
So the gates, <laughs> the gates creaked open. So my dad's like, oh, I'll just go walk in on through here. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just going to go through here. I'm like, why? He's like, well, it's open and I think it'd be cool. I'm like, all right, <laughs> suit yourself. So he goes walking on in there. He goes all the way to the entrance of the tunnel, walks like a little bit down, takes a picture or two, and then just comes walking back. And uh, one of the staff is like, hey, you're not supposed to be in here. And my dad just goes, oh, okay, sorry. And then just leaves, just walks out. There's, with his, there's with your, his pictures there's on his your, phone and everything. Dude, there's your solution: is if somebody confronts you, you just play the innocent card. You're just like, oh, oh yeah. my bad. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry. Then, gate was yeah, open. Jumps. I don't know. Play the dumb card. Yeah, no. I mean, we were at, at Disney Springs, and I mean, your dad was there, Matt. And, yeah, uh, I was not. Uh, we were in the Marvel store, and uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of similar in that if I see a door. I have to open it. Like I have to explore everything around me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we were walking around the Marvel store and it's, it's pretty tiny. And there's just this door that's like, it it's modeled after like a shield door, but it's just a regular door. And your dad was like, you should see what's behind there. So I did. And I opened the door <laughs> and I opened the door and it's all the storage. And I'm like, Oh man, that could have been more fun. Uh, and then, you know, we saw another one, you know, just right next to it. And I'm like, Oh, I'll open this one too. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, nothing in it. Just yeah, I get to see you and... two making a game out of it. Just like who can go, who can go through the most doors that you're not supposed to. <laughs> yeah, and then That's your sister was like, your sister was like, can you open that door? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you the devil and angel on your shoulder, just like. <laughs> oh yeah. That's there's there's a look at what the rest of your life is gonna be like. It's just like you guys gonna go on family vacations and be like, hey, you should you should open that door over there. It's like. I know I shouldn't, but I might as well. He's like, oh, you think I won't? Just goes <laughs> over and opens it. I mean, speaking uh, of, of doors and absolute confidence, another thing I saw in Florida that has to do with people watching, uh, there was this dude in peak Florida man, might I add, oh, boy. Uh, oh, there we go. pulled over on the side of the road, opened his passenger door on you know both the front and back, and mm. just started taking a whiz. Oh my gosh! <laughs> On the side of the highway. What? <laughs> yeah. I was there like, you what go. The heck is going on here? Oh my yeah, gosh! It was so I mean, weird. In Florida, yeah. that is the state restroom, the side of the road. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, gosh, it was so off-putting, and I, I could not believe what I was seeing. Again, like you just see weird things when you're watching people, especially in Florida, might I add. But mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I guess I'll pull it back to Michigan. Because uh, I I did used to work at a, you know I I worked in both retail, and uh, at the movie theater at one point, and uh, there was this one dude who came up to me, and uh, you know I, I'm working as a concessionist at a movie theater at the time. I'm, you know, one of those people who's, again getting paid minimum wage, so I don't care too much about <laughs> my, you know, like. So I'm just watching people because it's a slow day as well. And uh, this this dude comes up to me and uh, he's like, can I get a refill on my popcorn? And I'm like, OK, uh, where's your bag? And he's like, oh, I don't have it. And I'm like, well, generally, in order to refill something, you need to have something to refill. <laughs> need to have something already dead. to re In order to refill, it needs to be have been pre-filled. Yeah, like so just... then he he's like, oh, okay, and then he walks off, and you know I'm I've got nothing better to do, so I'm watching him, and I kid you not, he goes over to the trash can, oh, genius, genius. Through it, genius. It's a bag, 
fluffs it up. And then he goes, can oh, I man. get a refill? And I'm like, I'm just going to get you a new bag, sir. I just watched you pull that out of the trash. So I'm like, if you wanted to get a new bag of popcorn, mission accomplished, because I am not touching that. Because I'll give it, it to you for the effort, but that's not how this is supposed to work. Yeah, and it, was probably the, it was probably the one he threw out, for all I know. But uh, yeah, right, oh my probably. gosh, like... This dude just did not care. <laughs> At some like, point, you just have to respect the you have to respect the hustle. You just gotta be like, okay, it's like I understand what you're doing here, and I just gotta res- I just gotta say, sir, I respect it. I respect what you're doing here. I respect what you're trying to do, and uh, that's all I gotta say. It's like I can't. It's like this. Just you just this is just solid. I don't know what it is as well. Like I had another moment at that job where, you know, people will, I feel like sometimes people just tell me the strangest of things. I don't know what it is uh, about, you know, me that says, Hey, I'll, I'll tell you this for no apparent reason. <laughs> uh, but I mean, this dude, you know, he walked in at the same job and uh, he comes up to me and I'm like, uh, what can I get you? And he's like, just a water. I'm like, okay, cool. And he's like, you want to know why? I'm like, why? And he's like, cause I've got a whole pizza. <laughs> and i'm like should you be telling me this i do work for the the company and he's like oh yeah but i'm assuming you don't really care that much and i'm like yeah i i you know i I don't care enough to like take your pizza away from you (laughs) you know and he's like you want to know how i how i do it generally and i'm like sure oh my gosh he goes yeah i so i either bring a blanket in with me or a, a large coat and then I take the pizza box, I turn it sideways, and I wrap the coat around it, or the blanket around it. And I'm like, wouldn't that mess up the pizza? That's what and I was like only, He's like, only sometimes. But still, <laughs> you know, I got a whole pizza into a movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> only sometimes. Respect, and I'm just like, what? The hustle. I'm like, what in the world? I'm like, I- I'm, you know, I would never report anything like that at a movie theater because it's like I sneak in snacks, you know, all the time. I mean, less so now because I want to support movie theaters after 2020 and all that. But yeah, I don't know. It was a very odd experience. I mean, I had a lot of odd experiences at work, not even just at the movie theater. Like when I was a vendor for Kroger and for like CVS and stuff, I was at one of the CVSs and, you know, I'm just doing my job and uh, there's this probably 10 year old boy with his mom in line and uh there's like this old couple right behind him and he's being you know this most uh, this obnoxious brat basically and he's like mom can i get this can i get this yeah he's being a 10 year old but like (laughs) he i without being trying to be rude he was a bigger 10 year old he was you know he was probably bigger than he was used to because he probably hit like a growth spurt or something he he was he was you know just maybe four or five inches shorter than me and he probably weighed maybe 130 140 um Hmm. but you know he's he's causing a ruckus and he's like mom can i get this can i get this and then she's just like no no just and she's checking out while you know this is all going on and uh he just keeps persisting and persisting and then he kind of like you know, throws himself backwards because I guess he also doesn't know his like own strength. Oh no! And uh, he bumps into this old man, and the old man falls on the ground. Oh no! no. Yeah, and he just goes, "Oh no, oh, no! Are you okay? Are you okay?" And he's like go- he's smothering this old guy at this point, and his mom is like, "Get off of him!" Uh, sure enough, you know, like 
the his his wife who was with him you know she's attending to him and uh she was like oh yeah like he he was just in the hospital like you know fairly recently oh, this probably isn't good and his head was bleeding and oh, so they, gosh. Had, and they had to like put you know like someone's jacket underneath they had to call the paramedics and i'm just standing there like what in the actual heck just happened <laughs> like, I, i'm like just blown away that something like that happened right in front of me and they had to call the paramedics and everything the paramedics get there and they're like yeah we're gonna we're gonna put you on you know one of those stretchers and just bring you to the hospital because we don't want to you know move you around if you do have a concussion Holy or something crap. He, wow yeah because they were asking him questions and he was like they were like where are you and he's like i don't know oh um, no what the yeah, frick? and i'm just like oh my gosh and you know uh the the mom is getting interviewed and you know she sent her kid to the car and stuff and she's like yeah i'm so sorry this isn't our first incident like this and i'm oh, like no. this is your first incident <laughs> oh my like gosh this? how many how many old people have you injured <laughs> i'm like she probably didn't word it that great but i'm just like what else has this kid done oh this isn't the first time my kid has forced someone to go to the hospital you know how it is <laughs> I'm this just kid like, taking out this kid taking out the elderly like COVID. Oh, my gosh. oh man, too soon. Too I knew, soon. I know it was right there. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, but it was, it was right there. Andrew's like you. Andrew's like you cannot throw me that alley oop and expect me to not slam it home. You know what I'm talking you about. You are setting up for a off for nothing but that off the backboard. I'm going to shatter the backboard as I. Slam this ball into the hoop. You, you can, cannot set me up for that, and you not cannot, expect me to Michael Jordan that into the basket. You're you in the penalty box for five minutes now. <laughs> you cannot give me, as Nick Castellanos, a piece of bad news and expect me to exactly. not hit a home run. I, you cannot give me that chance to hit this home run, and I am just—I'm going to get ejected out of the podcast and fine. Did you guys hear? Wait, did you guys hear yeah. that? Hear that thing that happened last week? What? what legendary Los Angeles Dodgers um P uh radio broadcaster Vince Scully died. He was like ninety four or something. He was really old. He was oh, like yeah. a legend in the community. The next day Nick Castellanos hit a home out. run. You know what makes it even better? And this goes to prove our theory. It was his first home run in like a month. <laughs> so this just goes to show this guy actually thrives off of bad things happening it's incredible i I, can, I could not believe when i saw it happen again i'm like you gotta be kidding me that's amazing he, that's he might so actually perfect. be causing hits you know there was he's, I, take, he's taking out reporters <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i did i i just wanted i i'm so glad that that came up because i kind of had forgotten that it happened but yeah that happened like just last week i think it was like Oh gosh, I think he, I think Vince Scully passed on Tuesday, and then Castellanos hit the home run on Wednesday or something like that. That's incredible. It was ridiculous. That's, that's incredible. Uh, backtracking, so am, backtracking a little bit to what Doss was talking about with people watching back I in was about college. To ask, yeah, yeah, back in college, I would people watch all the time, but I, I, my biggest thing was I would more eavesdrop than anything. Yeah, and that's so, always fun. Particularly on um, buses, because at Michigan we had buses going between the Central and North Campus, and because of the classes I was taking, I would often have to go between the two. So I spent a lot of time on public transit. So um, I wrote down 
a bunch of things that I heard on campus. I just wanted to read a couple of my favorites for y'all. Oh, heck yeah. There are some great ones on here. My cousin's got a list like this, too. It's great. Um, We were driving by the U of M hospital, and the helicopter was uh, landing on top of the roof, and someone on the bus goes, I bet I could fly a helicopter. It doesn't look too hard. (laughs) Um... She, this guy was talking about some girl that him and his friends knew. She thinks just because her grandpa is Italian, his pasta sauce is incredible, but I've had it, and honestly, it just tastes like Prego. <laughs> um, you have to shatter that girl's entire world by telling her her honestly, grandfather uses Prego. <laughs> he just throws it all in a pot and pretends he made it. Um, yeah. This girl was Authentic talking... Italiano sauce. <laughs> it's, girl... like, it's like the, the goose from uh, Kung Fu Panda. There, there's no secret ingredient. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just the same thing, but she thinks it's the best because her grandpa's just like, oh, yes, I'm putting my heart into it. Oh, yes, I'm there's Italian. Like an episode, there's an episode of Friends that's just like that where they're trying to find the grandmother's recipe, and she's like, do you remember like anything about it? Because I think her apartment burned down and she she lost the recipe, so they're trying to recreate it all day. And so she's like, "Do you know anything about it?" It's like, "Yes, it was a it was a French name. It was Nestle Toolhouse." And she Monica walks over to the, her her kitchen, grabs a bag of uh, chocolate chips. She's like, "Is it this recipe right here?" It's <laughs> on the back of the of the chocolate chips the entire time oh my gosh that's awesome um this girl was talking about her roommate she said she literally loses her room key every day one time she said i need to get a new room key i can't find mine and then literally 45 seconds pass and she's like i found it (laughs) which i must say that's something that's something that i've done a number of times i used to be like that with uh when i'd be building legos if i couldn't find a piece i would ask my mom to come over and help me find it and every time by the time she got to the table i'd be like ah here it is Oh yeah, those those five minutes of pure rage that you feel yep. as you're looking for that one piece. There was like somebody. So I put the sound to like a Bill Burr bit where he's like, "Where's the freaking stinking thing?" Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's because whenever a mother is in close vicinity, all of a sudden eyesight gets better. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> for some reason, eyesight increases like tenfold whenever the there's a mother. Life. In, in you're looking through the fridge and you're like, "Mom, I can't find this stupid condiment. I've been looking for it for you know five minutes." Your mom comes over there and she's like, "If I come over there and I find it, <laughs> you're gonna be grounded." And she always finds and it within like a she half opens second. Up, she's like. Really? It was right in front of your face. I'm like, no, it wasn't. That just spawned out of nowhere. I swear it wasn't there. I looked there. Like, I love I love my mother to death. She, she's so amazing. But every time I hear her ask, where did you put it last? I think some bad things. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it, it pushes me to a place I do not want to go when speaking <laughs> to my mother. It's just like... If I knew where I had it last, I wouldn't be looking for it. Oh, where'd you lose it? <laughs> oh, that's time, the other next one. Next time your mom asks uh, where, where you put it last, you're going to accidentally say it, and she's going to be like, Andrew. <laughs> just gonna, she's going to be like, where did you put it last? Up your butt. Dang it. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, this girl was talking about her game day preparations. Uh, she says, my hair doesn't like to stay curly. Last game day, I decided to curl my hair. And I had to use so much hairspray. Like, if someone would have lit a match within 10 feet of me, I would have died. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, I wish it. I heard someone talking about his apartment. And apparently he claimed he was talking to his friend. And he claimed that all the floors in his apartment are slanted. 
And his friend is like, is it noticeable? And he goes, yeah, the drawers in our dressers are just open all the time. Like he could, I don't know how it could possibly be slammed that much. That's like um, uh, the apartment from How I Met Your Mother. Uh, the, I don't know if either of you have watched. Yeah, that, I don't know. I don't know that one. Uh, yeah, one of the couples, you know, they get an apartment and they buy it, and then they don't realize it's slanted till they move in, and they're like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and it's in it's in New York, so. Oh yeah, that's um, hilarious. The ter- I think there are two more good ones here. One says, Dawson, this is very pertinent to you. It says, I don't want to be in a wedding. Like, I'd love to go to a wedding, but being in a wedding sounds like too much work. (laughs) (laughs) It is a lot of work, especially when you're the groom. Exactly. And then uh, this one's one of my personal favorites. These girls were just on the bus talking to each other. And this one just goes, Julia, apologize one more time. I dare you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, the joy, the joys of being on a college campus. One of my favorite things about just being at college is just interactions. Not even interactions, because I obviously didn't speak to any of these people. But just like the things that you see in here, it's like one of the greatest things. Uh, I have a, I have a couple people watching people watching stories. So one of them is there's a gas station right next to my work, and I tend to pull into that gas station to get through because there's like my. There's my uh, the store I work at is on one side, and then there's a gas station on the one side, and there's like a Culver's in the middle. So I drive through the parking lots of the gas station, and the Culver's to get to park by my job, by my the store I work at. Mm-hmm. And so for some reason, for two weeks in a row, and three separate occasions, somebody was filling. It wasn't the same person. I know very specifically it wasn't the same person. Three separate occasions, I saw somebody with missing one leg filling up their gas at the gas station. On three separate occasions, I saw somebody missing a leg. And they were three different people? Three different people missing a leg. Not the same, not the same leg. It was like different. I think one was two were left and one was right or two were right. I don't remember the specific orientation. It wasn't one left, one right, one middle. No. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't know. I don't remember the specific orientation of the of the lost leg, but it was just, it was just. There was One three of the legs people. was actually an arm. I was just like, at first, at first it was like, oh, huh, you don't see people with one leg every day, and then I go, then I was like, you a, do. It was like, it was, like two, it was two days later, and then I was like, huh, there's another person with one leg, and then I think it was last week. I drove, I drove into work, and I was like. What on earth is happening right now? <laughs> I mean, grant, granted, the gas there is super cheap. It was three eighty nine last time I was there, so it was it's pretty cheap. So that it draws a lot of people in to yeah. fill up their tank, yeah. their tanks there. So, but it's still it's just it's really yeah. cra- crazy to see that. Yeah, um, what are the odds? One of the, other, the ones, odds? <laughs> one of the other ones was two weeks ago. I um, I was at work and. I uh, I use uh, I cook uh, chicken products like uh, chicken tenders, wings, fried chicken, and rotisserie chicken. I cook those at the at the place I work at, mm-hmm. and so I'm usually uh, cording off in a back room, just uh, cooking up stuff and cleaning and doing stuff. So I'm usually away from the rest of the store. So I only come out occasionally to um, to 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 put stuff out after it's done cooking, or take it off, or just get some stuff from the store, or talk to somebody. It's only very, it's only on small occasions that I come out. So I come out one time, and there's just a guy in a Hawaiian shirt, completely unbuttoned, with a with like like a, a, a bamboo fedora, 
Or like one of those like <laughs> uh, straw hats walking around oh the store. Gosh. He's what? like, excuse me, sir, can you point me to where your hot dogs are at? I'm like, uh, back there, uh, at the back of the store, you'll find a cooler and they're all in there. It's like, much obliged. And walks away. I was like, <laughs> Much applied. <laughs> he, he just walks away, and he's got his his shirt is completely unbuttoned, and he's got no undershirt. He's just did he come from the weird. outer banks? I guess he, it was like a sat it was like a, th- a Saturday, so he, he must have been on his way to the beach or something. Much but, obliged. That's such a like. That I haven't. That's not. That's only an expression I hear like on the Waltons or something. Yeah, that guy. And the guy just like if the guy was like like that goes back to our point of just walk anywhere like you own the place and nobody's gonna bother you Literally. oh yeah because i guarantee you no one told him to button his shirt i surely didn't <laughs> no. tell him to do it but everyone was just like walking away i was like you know what man more power to you if you're gonna do it i i, I i'm happy for you for doing it i'm glad you're doing it because like you more power to you man um work uh working at a i worked at a uh not the same movie theater, but the same movie theater chain as Dawson. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I, oh, I was yeah. an usher, which is a fancy name for the janitor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I, I stand and I still didn't take the ticket. So the ticket, the ticket taker guy, that was what I did. And then I cleaned everything. So I cleaned the theaters between shows and cleaned the bathrooms and cleaned everything. It was, it was pretty much a fancy name for, for janitors, what I always said. <laughs> but, uh, there was one time when a guy came in to, uh, into the theater, and it was him and his girl girlfriend or wife or whatever. I don't know their specific relationship. But oh, you, I did, just oh, you didn't it. ask? It was, it was a man and a lady came in, and again gave me his tickets. First thing I notice is the man hands me the tickets. I look at his hand as he hand, as, so I can scan the tickets. <laughs> man has the longest pinky nail I've ever seen oh, in my no. life. <laughs> and, like just his pinky nail? Just his pinky nail. Oh. And that is, for all you kids out there, that is called a cocaine nail. Drugs. You, you oh. do drugs with that nail. But it was the grossest, nastiest, dirt clotting <laughs> fingernail I'd ever seen in my life. Not to mention this dude also reeked of weed. Like so strong <laughs> that I felt like I was high for a little bit after after he had after he had gone after he had left. I was just like, he was like. Uh, I was like, can I see your tickets? He's like, here you go. And I just like took a breath and I was like, here you go. Your theater is on the left. <laughs> and he just walked, he just walked away. And I, he was like, oh, he's like, thanks, boss. And I was like, no problem. And my <laughs> eyes were starting to water as he walked away. But it was just, it was so, so um, just vibrant or I think I'm losing. I don't know what the word is. Just so. Uh, Potent, perhaps. Potent, potent. It was so yeah. potent. He probably just got done smoking the weed, but he was oh, so potent. Gosh. He was drunk. Uh, and this isn't so much a people watching story, but it came up, it came into my mind when you guys were talking about people enforcing the rules. So there was a movie that came out, and it was it was a ladies' movie. It was I think it was called like Girls Trip or something. So it was very specifically oriented towards women. Mm-hmm. And so there was a group of women that came in to see it, and there was like probably about. Seven of them. And it was an R-rated uh, comedy movie. And so we have a speci- there's a specific placard on the stand, on the ticket stand, that says, no children allowed in the, uh, allowed in the, uh, in the theater, uh, no children above, under the age of 17 allowed in the theater 
uh, for radar movie, no matter if they're accompanied by an adult or not, no children allowed in that theater. So mm-hmm. for the most part, I didn't enforce that rule. There was one point where I was going, it was around the time that the most recent aliens movie had come out. And I tur- I walked down the aisles and I was doing my theater checking like you do as an usher. And so I looked, I walked back up the aisle and looked around and there's just a three-year-old sitting on the chairs watching this horror movie. <laughs> oh my like, gosh. Wow. Like, somebody, like getting, getting eviscerated on the screen behind me. I'm like, okay. That child so, is going to be scarred for life. They're going to remember so, that one. And so I was kind of, I was kind of nervous at that point. Cause that job, cause the job of my job at the theater was my first job, like official job ever. Cause I'd worked with my dad. Because he owns his own company, I worked with him for a little for a little while. But that's kind of like lenient when your dad's the boss, right? So it's not it's not super real, real. Especially at my age, he wasn't like going to treat me like he was treating the rest of his workers. But uh, so this was my first official real job that I went and got an interview for. I filled out paperwork. I filled out a W two. I was getting taxes taken out of a paycheck. All that stuff. That was getting. Official. I was getting all official. That. I, it was official. Official. And so. I was super nervous. I didn't want to get fired, even though I was the best. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not afraid to say it. But I was the best worker at that place. I'm not afraid to say it. I was. I, and if I had stayed, I'm pretty sure they would have made me a manager. But I hated working there, and it sucked. Yeah, so you I didn't. You didn't work there for very long. <laughs> I worked there for one summer. Yeah. And they scammed me out of out of a lot of money that they owed me. But mm. that's another story for another time. So, uh, so these ladies come in, and I'm taking the tickets, and taking the tickets, and then the last lady gives me her tickets, and I unfortunately I scan the ticket, and then I have a hole punch. I punch the ticket, and the hole punch is to signify that you can't use this ticket again. Mm. So, I I scan the ticket, I and so the last lady she has a baby with her, and oh, obviously no. the baby is not going to get scarred by this movie because it's a baby. It's like a a pretty recent baby. Like this is a this is a fresh baby. Like, <laughs> probably maybe like ten, 10 months, maybe. It wasn't like a, new, it wasn't like a newborn, but fresh it was pretty. Babies. I would say fresh is like one of the fresh weirdest terms. Fresh out of the terms. hospital. That's one of the weirdest terms you could have used there. It's a pretty, it's a pretty fresh baby. And oh so I just, and so my brain clicks. And after the point, I was like, oh, I should probably tell her. It's like, uh, excuse me, ma'am. Uh, there's no children allowed in an R-rated movie. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, you have your baby with you, and it's just a policy, and I'm super sorry about this. He's like, so what am I supposed to do? I got the ba- I was like, what am I supposed to do with the baby? Put it in my car. I was like, um, I'm not quite sure. I wouldn't uh, recommend that. <laughs> uh, I could give you. She's like, well, you already punched my ticket. Am I not? Am I? Can I get a refund? It's like, I'm not sure about that. She's like, well, what am I supposed to do? And then all of a sudden, her oh friends, gosh. like they had, they had walked away, and they had realized that. I had stopped her, and so they're coming back. So six other ladies come back and start questioning us, eighteen-year-old me, about the policies of corporations <laughs> that I, I only represent in the very basic form. And I'm just like, um, I can contact my manager about maybe seeing the situation can be resolved. <laughs> and so I, I, I we have, I kid up my walking talk. It's like. Can I get a manager to the <laughs> to the uh, ticket stand? And so my manager comes up and she and she talks to them and they're like they finally go. I think she lets her through with the baby because it's a baby. Because it doesn't baby. really matter. Mm-hmm. And That's so, just a baby. Exactly. And so I um, they send the baby through, and then 
And then the manager comes up and she's like, in the future, don't punch the ticket before you say something. Or don't say anything at all. I'm like, <laughs> okay. And I'm just like traumatized for the rest of the day about this, my fear of getting beaten to death by all these angry ladies <laughs> for me not letting their friend in. And it's like, and from that moment on, I'm like, I, if there's, I can bend the rules and switch around the rules if it's necessary. If I feel like I'm going to get killed for, <laughs> for enforcing this ridiculous rule. And that's how I learned that not every rule has to be enforced as stringently as prescribed. If yeah, I, if I think my personal health and well-being is in jeopardy, I will not do so. <laughs> Dude, I, I mean, I'm, I do not envy being an usher i mean if if there's one thing like uh when i worked at the movie theaters like when i i worked concessions so i didn't really go into each theater you see a lot of weird stuff and have a lot of strange encounters as an usher oh i will say Mm -hmm. i have i have i have some stories i mean one of my buddies like you know at the theater at the time he told me of you know an incident and (laughs) Uh, let's just say he walked into the theater and people were no longer watching the movie. Uh, mm. yeah. yeah, I'm picking I, up. And I'm just like now. that really happens. I'm like, how do people have the audacity to think that that is okay? What like I'm would like, overcome someone to? Never mind. I don't feel like going into detail about it, but I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Some pe some people just have so much confidence. Like too much, too, too much. One, com- I was gonna say that's one word for it. Com- too much confidence. That's one word, I guess. Oh yeah. I don't know if confidence I mean, is the word I would use, but that's dude, one word. I had, back when I worked Audacity at Chili's, is another word. There you go. Back, back when I worked at Chili's, like we were swamped. Like we had a ton of orders coming in at the same time, and I I was the to go specialist, and you know I had more orders than you know one person could handle, so the line was getting backed up because uh, the rest of the restaurant was also backed up in the kitchen. You know they're not making the carry out food super fast, so I'm just like telling all these people, I'm like it's gonna be a little bit of a wait. So, uh, people were waiting for like 45 minutes for their food, which overall, looking back on it, wasn't that horrible since they all like came in and ordered, you know, or they called ahead, and it, uh, you know it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Uh, considering everyone else in the restaurant like was also waiting 45 minutes to get their food. So mm-hmm. carryout was, you know, kind of on par with the rest. Um, but I had this one dude call me back on, uh, you know, and he's just like, oh, is this a carryout person? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, you screwed up our order. And he's like, you know, cussing at me and stuff. And he's lighting me up. And I'm like, when when did you come in? And he's like, well, I didn't come in. My girlfriend came in and you gave her cold food. And I'm like, I'm like, well, there's no way I gave her cold food because I was waiting the whole time for the food to come out. Um, (laughs) So generally, you know, what happens when, you know, it's carry out, it gets cold on the way home. Go figure. You know, I I can't tell this dude that because he's like lighting me up and he's just like, I'm going to come there and I'm going to beat your butt gosh you, you beeping idiot and i'm just like oh my gosh i'm 17 <laughs> like, it's not that big a deal bro you ordered I'm carry like, out from chili's what are you expecting a, i'm like, like sorry dorme? your sorry your texas style egg rolls are cold <laughs> like, <laughs> sir this like, is a chili's <laughs> yeah i'm like, like 
my job is just to order, you know, to put in the order for your food, to make sure it's right, and then send it out, you know, as quick as I can. And that's what I did. But this guy came back, and, you know, he actually came back into the restaurant, and he's just like, I want a refund. And, well, he came back, like, another day. Uh, but oh I was on shift that day, and I recognized, like, his girlfriend. So I ran into the kitchen, and I'm like, I am not dealing with this guy. He might actually punch me in the face. So I got one of my managers, <laughs> and I'm like, you deal with him, because uh, he's actually psychotic and, you know, was threatening to beat me, beat me, a 17-year-old kid, up over the phone. Um because food got because cold. His, because his food got cold, which generally, you know, I don't know if people are aware of this. You can put stuff in a microwave. There's this genius invention that was that came into invention some time in the late uh, 20th century called the microwave. Yeah, and to top it all off, like, I felt bad about making some people, you know, like, wait. 1945. Uh, around that time. Early and 20th century. Yeah, I, I felt bad about making people wait you know, for their food for so long. So I was giving people, you know, free bags of chips and salsa. So they, and they were one of those people. And I'm like, you got a free bag of chips and salsa for me. (laughs) And now you're going to call back, try and get free food, which they did get like a free certificate. And then like, you know, I got, you know, you know, like threatened physical violence, (laughs) threatened because of it. And I'm just like, what in the world? And, you know, my manager, of course, was just like, yeah, that's their issue, not yours. That was a busy night, and generally people should be more understanding. I mean, that was the busiest night I'd ever worked there. I had, like, 15 orders at one time for one person. Wow. Um, wow. And that's not an exaggeration. Um, my, yeah. S- yeah, like, I had more orders than some of the servers, but that was before COVID, so carryout wasn't necessarily the top priority for some companies, so kind of got thrown under the bus but yeah it was a very horrible scenario and i'm just like if you care this much about food you might need to recheck your priorities i feel like we i feel like we keep coming back to the same general rule which is please for the love of humanity treat people in service industry with respect oh yeah absolutely be a decent human being please even if i hate a restaurant experience like the you know the brio incident i was talking about (laughs) Uh, just last week, um, I'm not like reaming out the, the person working, you know, I know they're just, they're doing their job. Um, overall, like a lot of, in a lot of instances, it's just, it's the way, it's the way the company or that specific location is functioning at the time. Uh, you know, it, it, it's just the way that it's, it's working and, it's not always the individual's fault. Um, like the guy who was insulting me, you know, at, <laughs> at Brio. I, I mean, he probably thought he was doing a good job. And, you know, like, man, I, I, I gave him it. as many hints as I as I could. But, you know, like overall, people in the service industry, their job is hard. So I try to be understanding for them because yeah. I've been on the other end of it. You know, yeah, having worked in the service industry, it's like understanding. Like, there's been a few times where my my. My dad has gotten mad at servers. I'm like, Dad, please don't. Like these people are just trying to do their jobs. That was one time that it was 100% completely justified, and it's a rare occurrence that's 100% completely justified to be mad yeah, at a server. And so it was one time. I think it was like right after New Year's. We went and it wasn't a busy night, and there was pretty much a pretty. It was pretty available staff to just to get our orders completed, but. 
we went to this play, uh, Olga's. I think you guys are familiar oh, yeah. with Olga's. Oh, yeah. I never, I never had been an allergic there, but I know reaction there once. <laughs> well, I love Olga's. I think, I think their, their food is pretty good. So, um, so we, it's pretty late at night. It's probably, I think we get there at like 8 o'clock, but they don't close until like 10. So we're, we're within the window of available time. Maybe later than some people would like, but they'd just be standing around for two hours or cleaning up. But they can still clean around us, but it's, it's besides the fact. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying that we weren't, it was not like a disrespectful time to come in. We weren't mm-hmm. those people that come in like two minutes before closing. And they're like, party of 17. Yeah, but we're like, it was just the five of us, me, my, me, my brother, my sister, and my parents. Like that was, that was our, our crew. We came in pretty late, but it was not that late. Mm-hmm. So come in. And we get down, and it's just horrible service. Just like forever get our food. Waiter just keeps forgetting on it, and it's it's just mm. this kid. I'm like, it's a late night. It's a Saturday, or I think it was either I think it was a Sunday. This kid wants to be anywhere else but here. Oh yeah, we'll give him the, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt because that's what you do with service people. Is you have to like obviously when you were doing your job, you want people to respect you. So when people are doing their job. Respect them. It's respect. It's a circle. It goes around. So we're giving the I'm giving the kid a bit of it. It's like fine. So food comes, and so my dad asks, uh, "Hey, can I get kind of? I think some of the orders got screwed up, and it's like, hey, can I get a plate of fries? Like fries are either we're supposed to go with this or just like, can I get a plate of fries? It's like okay. It's like sure, I'll go. I'll go put. It's like sure, I can. And so he walks back. Is in the in the kitchen for like five minutes. Comes back. He said, "Yeah, they said no." And they're like, "What?" It's like, "Yeah, they said no." What? What, is, what do you mean they said oh no? Oh my gosh! And they're like, "It's like yeah, the cook." I asked the cook. He said no. It's like, "Well, can we speak to a manager?" It's like, "Uh, okay." And so the kid walks off and goes gets the manager. I'm like, "Oh." It's just, it's like, oh, my, and my dad was just getting angry and anger by the minute. And it was understandable yeah. anger, but I was like, oh, uh, and I was, I, I'm having worked in the surge industry at that time. I was like, oh man, I don't want to be in here for this. <clears throat> I'll, uh, I'm going to go out to the car. Cause we'd already gotten the check and <clears throat> we're still waiting for these fries to come. And, and we're like, oh, I just, I just want to go wait in the car. Cause I don't want to see my dad blow up this guy. Cause I'm just going to feel embarrassed. <laughs> so I go to get to the car. And so. The manager come. The manager comes up. And we're like, "Hey, we asked for a pl- some fries, but the waiter said that the cook said no." And he's like, "Really? Okay, I'll <laughs> I'll go talk to them. I'll be right back." And he's like, "And so he's gone for like ten minutes, and he comes back with the fries. He's like, here are your fries, sir. Sorry for the inconvenience." We're like, "Oh, thank you." And so I'm like, oh, "This dad, my dad's just like gonna ring into this kid when he comes back." And I'm like, <laughs> "It's like I don't want to be here for this." And so I go out to the car. And so I go out to the car, and it's about ten minutes before they, before everyone comes out, comes out, else comes back out to the car, and they come out to the car. And it's like, so what happened? He's like, so I get, so the kid never asked the the cook. Mm-hmm. He, oh he my never, gosh! He never spoke Yikes. to the cook, and he never put in the order. He just came out and went back and just rolled the dice that we wouldn't think anything else. So we wouldn't question his service any. His his ter- <laughs> is already terrible service anymore than. Uh, that but the kid just literally walked back of the into the kitchen came back out and told us no he didn't talk to anybody and then i said they said when they were walking out the kid the manager was yelling at the kid so dude the dynamic (laughs) between cooks and servers is so toxic and it was one of the worst things about working in that industry i will say um but yeah after all, all this talk about people watching um 
I, here's my segue, but do you ever feel like you're the side <laughs> character or the main character in a movie or TV show? Uh, sometimes I do. Uh, <laughs> but uh, for this next segment, I kind of wanted to, uh, just because, you know, I, I was in, uh, we, we were staying in a hotel uh, a few months back because my floor was being redone upstairs. and Oh, we uh, remember that. Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> Our listeners are well acquainted. I, I thought to myself, I'm like, you know what? This is kind of like living in the sweet life, you know, Zach and Cody living in a hotel. <laughs> and overall, it sucked. <laughs> I hated living in a hotel. Like, Turns out the sweet life was not so sweet. <laughs> yeah, the sweet life was not so sweet, not so enjoyable. Um, but, you know... As a result, it got me thinking, uh, you know, what what movie and show, you get one of each. Okay. Uh, that, that's more for you, Andrew, because I know you like to do three or four of each. But <laughs> you got to set the parameters so I don't go crazy. Try to contain yourself, the, please. Got to set the uh, the boundaries and the, the rules strict, and I will be enforcing them, Andrew, just like you with that baby. Um <laughs> No babies in the theater. <laughs> I feel like I'm listening to um, you two setting the grounds for like a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what movie series or you know individual movie? What movie reality would you want to live in? And what TV show reality would you want to live in? Oh, uh, so, I will give you guys a moment to think about it. Yeah, I brought, please. You know, my own two, and I will talk about them for, for a brief moment. Uh, but, you know, start thinking of it now. Uh, so for me, I got to thinking, like, in terms of movies, How to Train Your Dragon would be the most epic reality to live in. It's a good because, one. Because, you know, and there were certainly others, you know, like Star Wars and stuff that came up. Uh, but ultimately, I think having a dragon you can fly around on and living in, you know, like the Viking days, I think that would be awesome even if it's not like the viking days even if it's just like in our reality mixed with how to train your dragon like instead of you know cars or planes we have dragons that would just be awesome like i just want my own dragon if i'm honest uh not, mm -hmm. not the viking days but the viking nights yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i had to yeah. get that in there yeah so i i think that would be a really cool like reality to live in um it was a tough decision because there's obviously like plenty of cool fantasy worlds, but I think just having, cause I, I don't know. I love my dogs and stuff and I love, you know, the bond you have with like a pet. And I think, uh, you know, but what if that dragon, pet could breathe fire? <laughs> yeah. What if that pet could breathe fire and fly you across the world? Like imagine <laughs> traveling, but you know, like made 10 times easier because you have a dragon and you don't have to pay for gas you just have to Ooh. feed it. All right, I'm on like, board now. Like, you don't have to watch any weirdos play football in a yeah, uh, in an <laughs> airport. Yeah. Exactly. That. You don't have to fly. You don't have to drive. Your transportation fuels itself because it eats. You know, and it's it's alive, and you have a bond with it, and they're pretty smart. So like, you can have like, you know, a relationship with it where you can like kind of mess around with it and joke with it and you know like you find one that matches your personality you know like i mean obviously a night fury would be the coolest but i, I i'd like to imagine like there's even just more you know and like that everyone could find like a unique type of dragon and 
one that fits their personality. I think that it's just a cool reality to, you know, imagine yourself in, mm-hmm. um, which kind of shows my thinking for the TV show aspect of it all. I think Pokemon would be a really cool reality to live in. Yeah, Again, that's what I was thinking pet, of. Sentient, sentient pets, you know, like, you get six of them, though, so you can, like, you know, and just, like, the idea of them battling. It's just super cool, and... um. Yeah, and I mean, I've played through all the games, and, like, I I always, I I feel like they're pretty immersive as is, so, like, yeah, like, just taking that a step further and, like, living in that reality would be super cool, and, you know, I feel like those two are kind of tied together because, I don't know, I just like the idea of having a cool pet that can, you know, not that dogs aren't cool because I love my dogs and they're awesome, but just having, like, just in case you know, they're listening. Yeah, just in case. They can hear me upstairs. But uh no, I just I like the idea of you this know son of a gun wants to trade us in for dragons. <laughs> I, I I would say have them in addition. Uh, just have more pets. Have a dragon, have two dogs, you know. All that. Good just safe. have a Yeah. <laughs> and have uh, you know, like all the Pokemon or whatever. But I don't know, I just think it would be super cool. So Yeah. So both yours have a general theme of like having a cool companion with you. Yeah, I think it's because I thought of how to train your dragon first. And then I was like, well, I I can't get out of the mentality of having a cool pet (laughs) that like can breathe fire and can fly or, you know, can have cool like water powers or whatever. So I just I thought immediately of Pokemon. So and I couldn't think of anything else because TV shows, I think, was a little harder Mm because I don't know. Hmm. Because I, I was also thinking of, like, Seinfeld. I'm like, that's just our reality. I was going to say, there's not much different, really, aside just with from they live in New York. Can, yeah, and can't make up their mind about dating anyone for 10 years. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, how about how about you guys? Hmm, Andrew, do you have that's ideas? Interesting question. I have some reasonings about... I don't know if I have firm reasonings on... Uh, on good things, but I have some reasonings of why I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to live in specific universes. <laughs> so, oh, like he you found said, a loophole. Like you, this is, <laughs> I, I, this is just me prefacing. This is me prefacing <clears throat> for something. So, talking about living in Star Wars, I watched. I heard, watched a video on this recently. <clears throat> that the I, the chances of you being a cool character in one of yeah. these universes. Is infinitesimally small. Yeah, in That's Star also Wars, what got me thinking of, about not the, wanting to live there. Yeah. yeah, the idea. Obviously, there's wars happening all the time, but there's billions of stars in the galaxy, so the chances of you running into that really aren't that big. Like and, your chances of running into a bounty hunter or evil droids or evil space pirates are very small if you just live on one planet for your entire life. Or even <laughs> highly having... possible. Or even yeah. having the Force. Think about yeah. that. Yeah, in the time of the prequels, there are ten thousand Jedi, and they aren't getting. Uh, there isn't like an influx of a lot of, of a bunch more. You have to be found as a baby, and the chances. And there's only so many and... Jedi to f- search the galaxy to find as a baby, and there's only so many parents willing to report their kid as Force sensitive in the first place. <laughs> yeah, and I wouldn't <laughs> want to be a Jedi because they rip you away from your family and like indoctrinate you with, you know. Like, the dogmatic views of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. So, that kind of sucks. 
Also, yeah. like I was thinking of all uh, for a TV show, I was kind of thinking. Uh, I thought about Avatar: The Last Airbender, but that also comes to the same point. But yeah, your chances of, of just being a normal nerd loser <laughs> is very much high. It's high as well because there's only, like there's a lot of the population are benders, but there's only so there's there's more non-benders than there are benders. I'd end up so, just, I would end up beating. Warped. I'd end up being the cabbage guy. Exactly. Your chances of being <laughs> oh, the yeah. cabbage guy are more likely of you than you being the avatar. Like you're, <laughs> there's only one avatar, and there's only so many vendors. You're more likely to be the cabbage guy or some lamo. My cheeseless pizzas. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, that's a pretty good impression too. Thank you. That's I've pretty, that's watched awesome. it a lot recently. <laughs> So, uh, my thinking for uh, for the TV show is it's a very it's a pretty interesting one. Um, I would want to live in the universe of Law and Order. Oh, that is an interesting now, one. Why, why would I want to live in the universe where people are seemingly get murdered every other day or have <laughs> other horrible things done to them? Because you're well, actually a murderer. Because <laughs> crimes are solved so quickly. Yeah, and every true. every other week, they're solving a major crime or some some major uh, uh, dude who's uh, assaulting women is getting sent to jail. Like every other week, and the show ends whenever they find the guilty persons. When they don't have a trial, they just found the guilty person, and that's it. They're just guilty. It is extre- no it is extremely that's- formulaic in its nature. Like yeah. the, every episode, a- they solve it by yeah. the end of it. Normally, it's assuming that the. Uh, that the uni- that the um, you know, that the the criminal is gonna go get uh, put in jail. Like he's already <laughs> guilty. We found the evidence. He's guilty. Like crimes are getting solved so quickly, and it's great. And <laughs> you could just tap away on a computer and pretend you're hacking. Like it's so, it's so fantastic. There you go. Uh, for the movie, there I had a quite I had some thoughts on this. It, hmm. Starting to think. Outstanding uh, content here. Absolutely incredible stuff. Castellanos just hit another home run. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm. Well, we talked about this earlier. I'm gonna bend the rule, but I'm gonna talk about it quickly. I will be quick. I promise. Oh no! You knew it was gonna happen. Uh. This is why the we Mar- have rules, Andrew. <laughs> I want to live in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because cool stuff is happening all the time. And they're superheroes to save the day and solve your problems. Like, yeah. Yeah. There, there's a bunch of evil Nazis invading the government. The superhero is going to stop them. Heck there's yeah. A, there's an alien force falling down from the sky. The superheroes are going to stop them. There are superheroes everywhere stopping crimes all the day. The, my other really quick one is the Shrek universe. <laughs> because you get you live in a time of uh medieval times but you live with modern accompaniments okay like yeah you look at the land of far far away they have a starbucks they have yeah. they have <laughs> this is a very that's specific a good one scene that you're not you don't think about too often but when shrek is when handsome human shrek is walking down the streets on the on the donkey turned into a horse they have mirrors. They have mirrors so they have so much mirror technology that they put it into the windows. The windows yeah, it's like a are TV. mirrors. Huh. Yeah. 
Interesting. Exactly. So they have a certain level of comfort and uh, modern technology that you have a mirror who's basically a TV show. <laughs> they have a TV shows. They have nights or uh, uh, other TV shows that they watch on the mirror. Like you can find this stuff. Like those yeah, are which... not just broadcasting <laughs> specifically to the to nights. that one magic mirror. You have nights. That's a yeah. TV show that's broadcasting everywhere apparently. Which... So you have cool stuff. Which Knights, by the way, is a spoof of cops for those that don't know. Exactly. So <laughs> you don't they're not just broadcasting to the magic mirror. Like they have a remote control for the magic mirror. I mean, like that's that's great. And they yeah. have magic and they have dragons and they have cool stuff. So yeah. those are my two. I bent the rules a little bit, so those are my two. That wasn't too bad of a bend, I must say. I know. I it's like I had to preface it very specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I have been thinking this entire time, and let me tell you, I have a surprising lack of ideas. So, um, I have a, I, I'm going to start with the movie because I'm going to expand just a little bit on one of Dawson's because I think it works a little better for my personal intentions. So, I'm going to say for my movie, Detective Pikachu, the movie. And I'm, the reason I'm going to say mm. that, and why I say that over Pokemon the TV <clears throat> show, is because. I felt like in that in the movie universe there's way more there's way more evidence of people just having Pokemon and not necessarily using them to fight all the time. Like, you know, you go there's there's scenes in like the main city, I don't know what it's called, but there's scenes in the main city where like they're walking around and everyone, you know, they all have kind of their one companion Pokemon that follows them around everywhere. And that's about all I would want. <laughs> I would just want to have one yeah. with me at all times. I wouldn't necessarily want to be thrown into fight. Obviously, you know, they they just faint and you take them to a vet and they're fine. But like, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't really be one for the fighting scene in the yeah. Pokemon universe. I'd more just want to exist and be able to walk around with the Pokemon. No, at all Jigglypuff, times. don't pass out on me. Yeah, that would be. Oh, I just, plus, uh, Jigglypuff oh. would help me fall asleep when I drink too much caffeine before bed. That would help. Oh, yeah. There's also uh, there's a good chance you could become like the best of the best in the Pokemon universe, and then some dumb ten year old comes along and <laughs> and, ru- and ruins your livelihood yeah, by beating you, you and taking your gym taking your gym over, and also you're just this loser that got beat by a ten year old who can't who can't fight Pokemon well. <laughs> like you have that one like I see what you're talking about, Matthew, because you have yeah. that one the one main girl who she just has a Psyduck. Yeah, right, so, exactly. And like that's, well, just just her, that's just her that's just her buddy. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what yeah. I would be. I would just me and my Jigglypuff would just be chilling in Pokemon City, whatever it's called. And uh, <laughs> there's also yeah. the chance there's also the chances of you ticking off uh Mew and then he turns you into a Pikachu. Boy, that'd be unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> um so the for T V show eh, I'm gonna it's a it's a little bit of a bending of the rules, I will admit. I'm gonna say Kirby, um, and I'm thinking more mm. in terms of the video game. But there was the Kirby TV show that existed for yeah. a while, so I'm gonna go with the Kirby universe because the Kirby universe just seems happy, and I would love to just chill with Kirby and do whatever he does all day, which is basically just, just don't eat. don't take his food though. I was gonna say he basically <laughs> just eats food, and then when some deity comes around and takes it, he gets so mad that he kills him somehow. Like that's just the existence <laughs> of Kirby, and I love it. So uh, every t- one time in the show where he used a frying pan to kill a, a monster, and then that's ate awesome. It. I love. I just love those games. I've played a series of them. I've played uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn, Return to Dreamland. Um, 
I'm going to try and get um, the Forgotten World, the Lost, whatever the newest one is as well. Um, they're just fun. I just love, they're games that I love playing. They, I find them very relaxing. <laughs> and uh, so that's just a universe that I would like to live in. Plus, in the TV show, King DDD has a southern <laughs> accent, and I think that's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> one, of my, one of the only scenes, well, I've seen a few scenes from that show. I saw. Well, I saw a spoof of a scene where they're playing soccer and then a character kicks and accidentally punts Kirby like to the moon or something. I don't think that's how the show actually <laughs> went, but that, I saw like a meme on the internet about it. But I also saw... So, so King DDD comes up to Kirby and he's like, beg your pardon. Yeah, right. He's like, I, there's a whole scene where um, There's a whole scene where uh, King DDD's talking to somebody and they're questioning how waddledees eat because they don't have any mouths. <laughs> And so, what happens in the scene? And he's like, he like so, turns to one. He goes, "See, no mouth." And then he, so he hands the Waddle Dee a cookie, and the cookie just basically like dissipates in front of it. So the Waddle Dee basically just absorbs it through its face, and that's how it eats. That's hilarious. And then they're that's just crazy. standing there, like mouths agape, as the Waddle Dee happily walks away because he got a free cookie. It's just, I love it's just, Waddle Dees. It's just so silly. It is, I would just love to live in that universe. Yeah, that's a that good one. Fun. Yeah. So, for our finale, I wanted to bring back comic book trivia. Oh boy, here we go. Um, and Andrew, the first ten at least are more difficult, so Matt won't have layups, uh, and neither will you. But I would like to find um, out though. The last time you said that, I did win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the questions are significantly harder. Okay. Um, so, uh. Rock, paper, scissors for first. Yeah, let's just do rock, paper, scissors <laughs> yeah, over exactly. a Discord call. <laughs> well, uh, just on the count of three, say your thing. Oh, well, that works. Yeah, that works One, great. two, three. Scissors. Rock. Dang it. All right, Andrew, you go first. What member of the Inhumans did Johnny Storm date? Crap, I don't know that many Inhumans. Uh, Medusa? Oh wait, I should give you you know the options. Sorry. Um, oh. <laughs> just let a man drown in the deep end without throwing him any life preserver, dude. Mike, you should have seen how. Actually, I... sorry, <laughs> it was because uh, Medusa was one of the options, so I was a little thrown off for a second. You should have seen um, how wide my eyes got when I realized I was going to have to just guess. I should have you guys do that for the second half. Oh I'm gosh, three like inhumans. <laughs> uh, so. First one is so option A Crystal, B Luna Maximoff, C Sephiris, and D Medusa. I'm gonna go with it, Medusa. That's incorrect, Matt. Marks. Um, could you list the first three again? Crystal, Luna Maximoff, and Sephiris. I'll go with Sephiris. Incorrect. Dang it, Andrew. It's between Crystal and Luna Maximoff. Oh, we're doing it that way? Okay. Yeah. Luna Maximoff. It's Crystal. <laughs> well, I have no idea who that is, so I don't care. Man, Basically, and... she's got four elements. Um, she's basically like a ben the Avatar. She's got control of Earth, fire, air, and water. Um, wow, real original idea there, Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she, she kind of crossed over with the Fantastic Four for a little bit. Um, Matt, yep. what is the best-selling comic book of all time? A. Batman 428. B. Superman 75. C. X-Men number one. And D. Amazing Spider-Man 583. I'll go with Spider-Man. 
That is incorrect. Dang it. Uh, I'm going with Batman. Also incorrect. Matt, your options are between Superman and X-Men. Uh, Superman? It's X-Men. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. I X-Men can't... number one is the mo- most popular comic book of all time. I'm shocked, because uh, I feel like I don't know that many X-Men fans. So, oh, I know a ton, actually. Like, in terms of, like, comics and stuff. Right, classics. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in 1991, Marvel rebooted the X-Men with four variant covers and a special gatefold cover combining all four versions. X-Men number one, volume two, sold over 8.1 million copies, making it the best-selling comic book of all time. I miss when they wow. used to do stuff like that. I used to, I got I used to get Sports Illustrated Kids magazines uh, before I, when I was too young to, you know, be able to actually understand most of Sports Illustrated, and. Um, they would they would do stuff like that before for the college football season. There were like four or five different covers out there, and you just kind of get a random yeah. one. I miss when they used to do stuff like that. Yeah. So so far, zero points all around. Man, stellar start <laughs> right, here. Andrew, I don't think it's going to get any better with this question. Oh no, uh, Andrew. What German American psychiatrist warned in a 1954 book that comic books were a serious cause of juvenile delinquency? <laughs> Option A: Werner Hyde. Option B, Detlev Plug. Uh, <laughs> option C, Frederick Wortham. And option D, Carl Jaspers. Uh, all remarkably German names. Uh, um, I'm going to go with... That was, I don't remember any of the names. I'm going to go with C. Well, C was actually the correct of course that's the one. Yeah, of course know. that's the one he gets. <laughs> Uh, oh people works every time. So in his 1954 book, Sedu- The Seduction of the Innocent, wow. uh, German-American psychiatrist Frederick Wortham warned that comic books were a serious cause of juvenile delinquency. Uh, the book was taken seriously at the time and, you know, caused people to second-guess buying some comic books. Um, lead hmm. to the creation of the Comics Code Authority? Uh, yes. Uh, it led to them censoring their titles. So, freaking comics code. Yeah, <laughs> bunch, of, bunch of nerds. Uh, Matt. Yes. Who is Plastic Man's sidekick? A. Gummy Boy. B. Bucky Barnes. C. Dum Dum Dugan. <laughs> and D. <laughs> Woozy Winks. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, my first guess was gonna be like Metal Man, but clearly that's not an option. Um. <laughs> I want to say dum dum, but I'm gonna go with A. With Gummy Boy? Yeah. <laughs> no. Gosh dang that's it. Wrong. Andrew, your options are Bucky Barnes, Dum Dum Dugan, and Woozy Winks. Woozy Winks, because the other two are Marvel characters. It's actually Bucky Barnes. No, I'm joking. It's Woozy Winks. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dum uh, Dum Dugan is the bowler hat guy from, uh, from the first Captain America. And yeah. Bucky is obviously Bucky. The bowling hat yeah. guy. The, like, oh, you haven't, you haven't seen uh, Meet the Robinsons, have you? Well, I have seen part of it. Well, that's a very key point is the bowler hat guy. Yeah, the bowler hat guy. It's a classic, classic movie. Wait, that's, um, his, that's his name? No, his name, is actually, his name is actually Goob. 
Um, but he has, but in the show, in the movie, he's the name. He's called the Bowler Hat Guy because they don't know his name. Oh, yeah. At first, <laughs> it's like a little mystery plot twist. But gotcha. yeah, uh, so Woozy Winks, aka Wolfgang Winks, uh, his first introduction was in 1942. He saves a wizard from drowning and is rewarded with a spell that causes the forces of nature to protect him whenever he's in danger. Hmm. Fascinating. So, <laughs> so, Matt, I think it's you again. I think right? it's Andrew. No, it's Andrew. Yeah. yeah. What superhero team has She-Hulk not been a member of? A. Shield. B. The Avengers. C. The Fantastic Four. Or D. The Guardians of the Galaxy. I think it's the Guardians. That is correct. She's been a member of all three of the others. Wow. Uh, I actually even uh, the Defenders at one point too. So which one do you so. think? Which one do you think she's going to be a part of first? Once she gets introduced in the MCU. Definitely the Avengers. The Avengers. Yeah, that sense. that's the only one they've really developed thus far. Yeah, because she was a member of the uh, the Fantastic Four. The Fantastic she... Four for a while. Because oh, these were a few issues. The so thing was out of five. commission, I think. Uh, that I think makes he sense. like lost. I think he like lost his powers or something. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Matt. Yeah. What is the name of Doctor Strange Strange's home in Greenwich Village? Uh, a, the Sanctum Sanctorum, B, the Salem Center, D, uh, oh gosh, C, <laughs> the Darkmoor, and D, the Bowery. A. Yeah, the Sanctum Sanctorum. That's that probably one. the <clears throat> easiest one we've run into that's yet. The, that's definitely the easiest one so far, yeah. Yeah, so that one's in New York. Um, so yeah. Andrew, what color was the Hulk when he was originally introduced? Gray. That a boy. That was the next easiest one. So that is yeah, it's correct. Gray. It's gray because I think didn't even need the answers. They, I think it, it the yeah. So Stanley originally wanted the Hulk to be gray because he wanted a color that wouldn't suggest any particular ethnic group. But colorist Stan Goldberg had problems with the gray coloring, resulting in different shades of gray, even green, in the first issue. So huh. his green was actually an accident. So Interesting. Like with Wolverine, when he was first introduced, he was a villain, and he was also didn't have his, like, his little things on his head. Yeah, and he, was, he had like a brown costume, too. Yeah. Interesting. Well, brown, I think brown was the 90s. They changed his costume up to be brown in the nineties. Oh yeah, maybe that was the case. I think um, it was like a choice, but he was he was like he was the like yellow and blue, but he didn't oh, have yeah, like yeah. those little winglets on his head that he has. Ah. So Matt, what yes. was the first comic book character fe to feature? Or, sorry, what was the first comic book to feature a recurring character? A. History Day M V X Boys. B <laughs> history boy, you mean history boys? Oh yeah, but it's it it has it spells it in like very a very French way. Um, I'll <laughs> screenshot it and I'll I'll screenshot it and send it to you guys later. But it does not look like history boys. Like boys is spelled B O I S. <laughs> history boys, history um, boy, and history is spelled H I S T O I R E. Histoire. Yeah. So, oh, and then boys. B, the adventures of Tinth, or of Tintin. I read that wrong. <laughs> Not Tinth. His um, Tinth. <laughs> C, 
the <laughs> Sloper's Half Holiday, and D, Max and Mortiz. Or Mor Moritz. Tintin. Incorrect. <clears throat> so, Andrew, you've got Du Bois, but not the Bois. Uh, Allie's Sloper's Half Holiday. It would be. It's probably Day Bois. It's it would be. A-M, and then there's a V I E U X. Oh, that that's via. Much. That means old. So D M via boys. Istoir. It's like it's like Istoir. Are you gonna send this thing? I can. I I took French, so I could translate it. Oh no! I was gonna send it later. Okay. I've got it open on my phone. Um. Yeah, uh, so you've got that, Andrew, or Ali, Sloper's Half Holiday, or Max and Moritz. I think it's the French one. It is not. Well. <laughs> which, one, which one was the French one, A, C, or which one was it? I think it was A. It, yeah, it, A was the French one. Um, so, so Matt, means... you've got Ali, Slo uh, Sloper's Half Holiday, or Max and Moritz. Max and Moritz. It was Ali Sloper's half Oof. holiday. Okay, so I'm looking at it. So it's Eastwar de the M is is like how they say Mister, so it would be Monsieur Viebois. So it's like history of Mister Old Boys or old. Uh, I don't know what Bois I mean, means. Because these have such weird names because they're old. Yeah. Like Ali Sloper's half holiday was the first one with a recurring character, and it was published on May. 3rd 1884 hmm. so very old yeah um, yeah so, is, is belgium and he's like from the 50s so basically he is trying to avoid his landlord uh through a bunch of alleyways uh man what a thrilling so, adventure <laughs> yeah what a what a series of mess i want to i want to see that in a movie uh yeah where's and, that movie <laughs> andrew uh captain leonard mckenzie followed what superhero a namor b captain america c war machine or d the punisher uh i go with the punisher wrong crap matt namor captain america or war machine uh um War Machine? Wrong. Gosh dang it. Andrew? Namor. Yeah, it's Namor. I was going back and Namor forth was on those two. That's why, that's why I didn't pick him, ultimately. I should have picked Namor. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he, he like, married... Um, oh, so it's he, like an... It's yeah. like Aquaman. It's basically Marvel yeah, Aquaman. It's, it's, it's very, yeah, it's because it's a princess of, of Atlantis married him. So it's very similar. <laughs> it's um, Marvel's Aquaman, except he got tiny wings on his feet and he can't talk to fish. Yep. <laughs> Copy. Which of it, the following? It's like copying heroes. your homework, but also not changing nearly enough. So you get Don't caught. Copy. <laughs> Matt. Or change it in the worst ways. <laughs> yes. Which of the following is not a founding member of the X Men? A Wolverine, B the Beast, C Marvel Girl, and D Iceman. Marvel Girl. Wrong. That seemed too obvious. Well, if you had listened to me earlier, you would have hear that it's Wolverine. Yeah, it is Wolverine. Hmm. Wolverine was introduced in an issue of the Hulk as a villain. 
the yeah. original lineup of the X-Men, the X-Men were the Beast, Jean Grey, Cyclops, I believe. Uh, uh, Jean Grey, Cyclops, the Beast, uh, Angel, mm-hmm. Iceman, and then, I, well, obviously Marvel Girl. What on earth is Marvel Girl? I've never heard of her before. No idea. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> she's, she's probably someone that got scrapped. Uh, Jean Grey, I don't think, is one of the founding members either. Yeah, she had right here. Yeah, maybe maybe they just left her out, but um, um yeah, Marvel, but, Marvel uh, Girl he... might be Jean Grey. Yeah. Oh really? Oh, that that was the probably, original yeah, name of Jean Grey. Case. Okay, that's yeah. what it was. So oh. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, Wolverine didn't and join the X-Men until 1975. And then became a stupidly popular character yeah, no, for dude, that's some funny. reason. Because he be, prob- if you didn't. ask people to name an X-Men, Wolverine's probably the first one a lot of people would name. Yeah. My question is, Wolverine get popular because he's Wolverine or because of Hugh Jackman? Uh, he was definitely popular before. I mean, he was popular, but is he popular as he's popular now? I think he's blown up more because of Hugh Jackman. He's definitely yeah. got only got movies, more movies because of Hugh Jackman. That's oh, I, that's only the the only reason. Well, Hugh Jackman yeah, does seem like he was born for that role, so that would make sense. So, yeah. is he born the, for it because he's born for it, or is he born for it because he just played it for so long? Yes, I mean he was too tall when he started anyway. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, that's Wolverine right. Is notoriously short. He's like five two. Yeah, he's like huh. Kevin Hart sized. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so at the half, Andrew, you have what four, and Matt, you have one. Yeah, I believe so. Wow, how the turntables have. Turned. Yeah, this is going much more like I expected that first time to go. <laughs> you can pull pull back for the second half, but oh, uh, oh yeah, I'll <laughs> bet on it. <laughs> Matt, uh, or no, Andrew, what is Zeitgeist's superpower? A, he can eat anything. B, he can yell really loud. D, he can change colors, or D, he can vomit on command. <laughs> I think it's the colors one. That's wrong. <laughs> I really hope it isn't D. Matt, what do you think? It's like A and D kind of go together in a weird way. You could eat anything and you could throw up on command. And then the other one you have to choose from is he can yell really loud. I'm going to go with an A. That is wrong. Oof. Andrew, either he can yell really loud or he can vomit on command. What did you say? D? Yeah, he can vomit on command. That's not a superpower. I can do that. I can do that right now. (laughs) It's all acid, though. Um, Oh, so like the... Okay, gotcha. Matt? Wait, was he in Deadpool 2? Because there was the one guy... There was the one guy who vomited acid for five minutes. Yeah, we watched the the Christmas, the Christmas one. Yeah, Once Upon a Deadpool, which was like PG thirteen, is very interesting. I think he <laughs> he was. I think he was in that. Maybe there was a guy um, who vomited acid. I don't know if that was necessarily him or not, but I do remember there being a character that and could do that. Brad Pitt was the Invisible Man and just died. That was the best part <laughs> of that movie was because you could see him for cameo. You could see him for two it seconds was... as he's getting electrocuted, and then he's just gone. <laughs> it was Zeitgeist. He was in the movie. It was him. Oh, that's okay. great. Yeah, yeah Bill Skarsgård, he played Zeitgeist. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Matt, yeah. what is She-Hulk's day job? A, a engineer. Hmm? A lot of She-Hulk questions. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, a, engineer, B, dancer, C, lawyer, and D, scientist. Hmm. 
literally in the name of her new show. Hmm. See. She's actually a dentist. Wow. <laughs> that wasn't even one of the options. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and as Andrew has said before, she actually does break the fourth wall and stuff. And she's doing that in the show. Which, I was going to say, will she do that in the show? Because if so, that'll be interesting. Yeah. She does it in the trailer, so. Uh, um, I didn't notice. Yeah, Andrew, what newspaper does Peter Parker work for? Here's an easy one for you. Oh, my gosh. A, the Daily Bugle. The B, Daily, the Daily Globe. <laughs> That's actually C. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. The weekly. Pl- she. He works for the Weekly Planet. <laughs> the Weekly Planet. <laughs> so I assume you know this one. Yeah, it's the Daily Bugle. Yeah, obviously. The Daily that's Bumble. Chip. So five points for Andrew, two points for Matt. Correct. Uh, I used to do the. Da- I used to do the Daily Bumble, but I never got any results. It was very sad. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, where is Miora? Mac Taggart's mutant research lab located on or Moira McTaggart. Oh, Moira McTaggart's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, where's her mutant research research lab located? A. Muir Island. B. Genosha. C. Salem Center. And D. Darkmoor. I'm glad you gave me the proper pronunciation of her name because that definitely improves my odds of getting this correct. This this Does dart it? this dart throw of an answer. I'll go with D. That's incorrect. Gosh dang it. Moira Moira McTaggart was in the X Men movie. She is that lady who comp who is with them in the first X Men first class. Oh uh, yeah. yes, that movie I've definitely seen. Plays by the Roseburn played by Roseburn, and I have been distracted by looking at pictures of Roseburn, so I have no idea what was what we're talking about. <laughs> So, A, Muir Island, uh, B, Genosha, C, Salem Center. Uh, is it Salem Center? Nope. Matt? A. Yep. Cool. It's so off the know? northwest coast of Scotland. Hmm. What? Hey, where was it? The northwest coast of Scotland. She originally built it to help her son, Kevin, because cool. he's a disturbed mutant. Um, hmm. Well, I'm only half listening because I'm still looking at pictures of Rose. Gosh. <laughs> well, <laughs> it is it is your turn to answer a question. Why did well, Michael Jackson try? Now. Why did Michael Jackson try to buy Marvel Comics in the 1990s? I hope you know this one. That's a pretty well-known thing, I think. Are you going to give me the answers, or I'm going to have to guess? <laughs> I wanted to see if you could guess it first because I, I think it's because like he, he wanted to play a character. All right, and I'll read you the options. They wouldn't let him write comics. B, he wanted to publish a Michael Jackson comic. C, he wanted to play Spider-Man in a movie. And D, he wanted to sell all of the characters. He wanted to play Spider-Man. Yep, he did want to play Spider-Man. There's a bunch of roles that Michael Jackson tried to play. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody would let him. Marvel wasn't having it, though. Uh, Matt. Yeah. Patrick O'Brien is what secret identity of what superhero? A. Plastic Man, B. Captain Adam, C. Dead Man, and D. Phantom Stranger. Dead Man? Yeah, Dead Man. <laughs> dead Man. Oh my God. His superpower is that he's dead. <laughs> Honestly, that is true. 
<laughs> yep. That's more that's, that's not, more accurate than it's not. That's not it's a true. What? How does that work? Well, he, he's a ghost and he can possess people. Oh, okay. That's more, that makes that's more accurate. That but that's like sense. his power is he's dead, so he is a ghost and he can he was given powers by like this Indian goddess who gave him the power to like remain after <clears throat> after in, in the afterlife and he like floats around. He's part of the Dark Avengers. Oh my god. Or dark uh not Dark Avengers, uh Justice League Dark. Hmm. Um, Some mythical heroes. I'll go with B. That is incorrect. It's Plastic Man. Yeah, it is Plastic Man. Oh. I, I was really hoping you'd say Dead Man, Matt, because he definitely doesn't need a secret identity because he's <laughs> dead. Well, he does have an identity, and it's like it's like some it's like Bobby something. Yeah, but it's only secret because no one knows he's alive <laughs> or technically alive. Yeah. But he's also you know, fun, fa- it's, fun fact in the uh, like in the just in the injustice universe, Nightwing Nightwing became Dead Man. Hmm. Uh, Dead Man. DC. Uh. So. Boston Andrew. Brand. <laughs> what a Boston great Brand. what a great name. Yeah, he was like a he worked in a circus. I think he got uh... shot. What is the what supervillain is the half brother of the chameleon Andrew? A Electro, B Shocker, C Craven the Hunter, or D Sandman? Notice how they're all Spider-Man villains. I was gonna say that yeah, really doesn't help. Chameleon's a Spider-Man villain. Yeah, so they were introduced this way. This is my this is my question. Yeah, uh, I think it's uh, the Shocker. That is incorrect. Farts. Hmm. So the other options were Electro, Craven the Hunter, and what was D? Sandman. Electro. That's incorrect. So it's between Craven the Hunter and Sandman, Andrew. That was the most disgusting noise I've heard. <laughs> yeah. It was like a bud a bug being splattered against the wall. Yeah. Uh is it Sandman? No, it's actually Craven the Hunter. Gosh. Really? I was like, yeah. there's no way it's Craven. That's like a trick answer. Yeah, he's the half-brother of Dimitri, uh, better known as the Chameleon. Craven oh, dies in the acclaimed 1987 storyline uh, in Craven's last hunt. So, yeah, because he has cancer, or he has some sort of disease that's killing him, and he hunts Spider-Man, and he shoots yeah. Spider-Man, and he buries Spider-Man alive. Oh my gosh. And then, then Dude, he like, I think he takes over as Spider-Man for a little bit until Spider-Man recovers. Dude, <laughs> the Craven the Hunter stories are so cool in the Spider-Man like yeah. comics and stuff. Uh, Matt, what is... ruin him with that terrible movie they're making. Oh, it's going to be so bad. <laughs> but uh, Matt, what is Kitty Pride's superpower? Ooh, I know this. Kitty Pride? Yeah. A, okay. she has a way with words. <laughs> C, uh, <laughs> uh, B, she can walk through walls. C, she can transform into a wolf. D, she has probability-altering powers. And E, she just really likes cats. Oh my gosh, there's like two There's like two in there that sound like trick answers. There's a lot in there that are trick answers. Not to throw you off or um... anything. Uh, gosh, um, I'm gonna go D. Probability altering powers. Yeah, that one. That is incorrect. I wasn't sure you if that was. I, I wasn't sure if that was maybe Domino's secret identity. 
Yeah, Domino... she can walk through walls. Yeah, Domino has the probability power. I thought maybe yeah, Kitty Pride was like her actual name or something. No, her name is just Domino. Huh. Yeah, I threw the cat one in there just to throw you off, man. Yeah, but she walks <laughs> through walls, and she also, in the original uh, uh, Days of Future Past comics, she was the one who was sent through t- back through time, not Wolverine. Yeah. Because Wolverine died during that comic. like he. Hmm. But the funny thing was, that, that comic ends in an interesting way, because he... Kitty Pryde, she goes back in time, she inhabits her old body. They solve the problem that leads to the future getting destroyed. And then Kitty Pryde, the old Kitty Pride just disappears out of the younger Kitty Pride's body. And was just like, they really never, they never knew for like a long time if they ever fixed the future. Huh. Yeah, so yeah. it was like, it was like a really interesting way. Because like in the movie, they're like, oh yeah, we fixed the future. But, <laughs> and they left it really ambiguous for a long time. I think there was like a sequel comic. Where I think Kitty Pride's son comes back from the future or something. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So. Tons of X Men stuff. Yeah, a lot of X Men <clears throat> Um. So. Andrew, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah Andrew. Uh, I'm I'm trying to make sure it's your question. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, it is. Um. What does the K in Modoc stand for? A. Knowledge. B. Knight. C. King. Oh, or D. Uh, it's killing. killing. Yes. Modom, uh, MODOK is an acronym for Mental Mobile Mechanized Organism Designed Only for Killing. So you can sub out Mental Mobile or, mechani- or me- Mechanized for, you know, the M. There's so. another There's another MODOK. It's like MODOK or like... When they introduce yes. MODOK as a character into the MCU eventually, I don't know how I'm going to be able to take him seriously. Dude. They're He's actually gonna... doing it too. I know. I that's what I mean. Like, I don't know how on earth I'm gonna be able to take that thing seriously. He's gonna be in uh, Quantum Mania. That's right. And yeah. he's uh, yeah. and he's gonna be uh, the guy from the first one. The first oh, man, uh, yellow jacket into... guy. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna Cross. be him. That'd be cool. Um, Matt, final question. Oh, let's, really see can, up, let's see if I let's see if I can come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, who was Reed Richards' roommate in college? A. Victor Von Doom. B. Ben Grimm. C. Johnny Storm. Or D. Tony Stark. Crap. I know he worked with Victor Von Doom, but I don't know if they were necessarily roommates. Is it Von Doom? No. Yeah, I should have known. Andrew, do you know it? What are the answer uh, question? B. Ben Grimm. C. Johnny Storm. D. Tony Stark. Is it Ben Grimm? Yep. AKA the Thing. Yeah. Yeah, the best friends. Yeah, they're best friends because of them being roommates in college and stuff. So. Yeah, but that that leaves us uh, at a close for trivia. Woo. Um, what was the yeah. final score? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Andrew had like six or seven and you had three. That is, I had three. I, I was just curious how many Andrew got. <laughs> yeah, so a little bit different than the last time, but you know what? It worked. Uh, this is about what I yeah, expected. That... <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, sw- we swung back around. Andrew had his shot, his shining moment of glory. Uh, and that brings us a cl- to a close today. So, Andrew, you can end on a high note and sleep happy tonight. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. Because there's a storyline in the Young Avengers comic 
where Modoc came back and it was like a it was like a handsome version of Modoc. What a handsome Modoc. Like, what did handsome Modoc look thing. like? Right, well it was it was it was like it was a Modoc, but he was like a guy. He was like just a normal guy. Oh. And the K stand for ki- st- stood for kissing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Gosh. Wow. That is ridiculous, and that's something you would totally see in a comic book. Comic books are oh. wild, that's for sure. You'll you'll see some of the weirdest things. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Just like people watching. It. Full circle, what do you know? I think it found... Okay. Uh Brodoc. Brodoc. Bro oh my gosh. You gotta that's be kidding like me. all of the that's like all of the Star Wars memes like Ben Ben Swallow. Yeah. And C three P bro. Oh my gosh! I'll send the picture. Our listeners, you should definitely look this up. Looks like but, Point Break. Uh, did you guys look it up? Yeah, I looked it up. It's... Yeah, but Brodoc, bioorganic, biorobotic organism designed for overwhelming, overwhelmingly for kissing. He just looks like a California gosh. surfer dude with like Trevor Lawrence hair. Yeah, what in yeah. the world? <laughs> is this? I don't yeah. know what I'm looking at. Yeah, but I think he came back and. Why is he wearing black leather jeans and no shirt? Because he's designed for kissing. (laughs) Oh my god! Not just designed for kissing, designed overwhelmingly for kissing. Overwhelmingly for kissing. (laughs) When women see him, they're like, "I have to make out with this dude." Oh my gosh, that is hilarious! But he's in like the comic with like Kate Bishop, and she is like over it. I think he turned out to be a villain again. Oh, go figure. That's actually hilarious, though. That is funny. Well, anyways, that's that's a note to end on. Um, it was the West Coast <laughs> Avengers, not the Young Avengers. Of course, it was the West yeah. Coast Avengers. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes actually, that makes sense. It's all there was, a comic, there was a comic that where there was an Avengers team for every state. Oh. And yeah, there I think we had the Great Lakes Avengers, which are had Squirrel Girl in it. Heck of yeah, course. I love Squirrel Girl. So many Great squirrels Lakes. in Michigan, so. Yeah, the Great Lakes Avengers are pretty funny. I think they have uh, <clears throat> some rip-off characters. Rip-off yeah. people. Uh, Matt uh, typing away is... I was going to say, I want to find this. Yeah, there you go, the yeah. Great Lakes Avengers. That's uh, Mr. Immortal, Big Bertha, Doorman, Flatman. Big Bertha. <laughs> Doorman, Flatman, and... Uh, I thought Squirrel Girl was in the Great Hawkeye, Hawkeye, and Mockingbird. Apparently, they were their trainers. Yeah, leave it to us to have the worst set of Avengers. (laughs) My favorite, uh, my favorite is the guy. My favorite is the guy named Doorman. (laughs) What about Flatman? Or Flatman's good too. Flatman and Doorman. Oh, that's funny. Former former Avatar of Death Urge and current Herald of Oblivion, active in the GLA. Dinosaur was a character, and it's just a weirdly attractive-looking dinosaur. <laughs> Apparently, Deadpool Gosh. was in it for a brief spell. Yeah, they're mostly just a joke. <laughs> no kidding. Named, That's why Deadpool Gravity. probably joined them. Oh Gosh, shoot! They got the Great Lakes X-Men. Oh my gosh! Gosh. <laughs> Oh, the great. Great Lakes gotta... teams are not so great. <laughs> oh boy, we gotta end this before. I was we go gonna on say this is a ra- oh, yeah, this is a rabbit hole of rabbit holes here. I'm just yeah, I'm just yeah. going. It's already gonna be long. All right. Anyways, we will see you next week uh, with our guest 
appearances, and Ooh. Andrew will not be here. So I will not see you next week, but I will see <laughs> you in the future. But because I'm going on a much needed vacation. Yeah, he needs a break from us, but uh, <laughs> it's okay because our listeners need a break from you too. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'll have I'll get to I'll get to experience the episode from the other side. Boy, yeah, that'll be, that'll be, that'll be interesting, interesting for you. But we will have two surprise guests next week, not just one. So stay tuned for Hopefully. more. We're, we're still in the process of confirming, but yes, we're hoping for two. Yeah. If it's not Matthew's, two, uh, Matthew's ma- dropping the ball on his guest. <laughs> <laughs> if it's if it's not two, Matt's just gonna split personality it up and uh, yeah, act like he is two people. So. Matthew's gonna lose his mind. <laughs> yeah. I'm a snap. But okay. anyways, we will we will talk to you guys next week. Uh, but yeah, stay tuned for more. Check us out on our Instagram and all of your podcatching platforms. Also, subscribe to Entropy on YouTube. Old Dominion Dynasty's oh. up and running. There you go. Follow, subscribe to Entropy on YouTube. Like, follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Hasta luego, buenos tardes. All of the stuff that Andrew generally tries to say. Au revoir. I was gonna say. I, oh, fine. I'll wait. I'll wait to to say what I was going to say. But you guys say <laughs> goodbye now. You guys say goodbye now. No, I just want to hear you say goodbye. Finish you guys say goodbye off. first. Mine is the mine is the last one. Just say it. Finish us off. This is our handoff to you. End it, Andrew. Sayonara. Bon voyage. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it came through very choppy for you as it came, well. It really buzzed. Matt. It really buzzed it for went, the Bond. Bond voyage. <laughs> it sounded like he oh, yelled it really loudly into a megaphone right in front of his mic. There we go. Oh, that's gonna be a long episode. That was a good uh, one. Though. I think. I think. I don't know if it's gonna be long, but 